Happy Friday, everybody. The Big Thing Show. It's me, Christian Harloff. I'm here. I'm back. You didn't even know I was gone. Nobody even knew. I did it right. I was, uh, was like incognito. I went, I went on vacation. My first vacation. I don't know how long. But when I came back, because I had seen we were doing the, um, the Wolf of Wall Street show. We did that with Bonnie and Kate and Brett. And if you haven't checked it out, you stupid. You should watch it. Uh, but if you if you haven't watched it, you should check it out. It's on the channel. But I was like, oh, I'm going to come back and do a show. We're going to tape one for Friday and we'll get it out there. And uh, it just doesn't work without this character. It nope. just doesn't. Really doesn't. It doesn't work without you. I mean, look, I know what you're trying to do. What am I, I know what you're trying to put up. out there in the universe. What? No, you're trying to because I, I saw your tweet about how, yeah. like, look, I've done a lot of shows. Yeah. I've never had as much fun. I knew you were going to say this. I knew you were going to say this. I knew it. As I, I did it. with with Brett and <laughs> Bonnie and Kate. And I'm like, well, I guess, you know, I'm just, I'll show up when he needs a backup. <laughs> because you, I, I will say one thing to you, and you'll understand. Understand immediately, yeah, because it was at Saturday night and we were drinking. I I was privy to a little bit of the pregame. Yeah, you were because I called you yeah. and those hangers on were already here. You like saying animals, I was. Yeah, I was nervous for you. Yeah, and definitely for the show. It, like my theory was that you guys were gonna have a great time in here, and that broadcast was never gonna see the light of day. Pre-tape. That's the beauty of pre-tape. Because, uh, <laughs> did you have to edit? Was no, there some, no, it was nothing. We some magic in the look, editing. There room? was some funny stuff that was said, and there were a couple. Kate was Kate was on. Brett was on, was uh, hammered, and Bonnie was Bonnie. You know, it's like so. <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Kate sent me a video of Brett uh, getting an Uber home. I guess oh, I, that I don't know if they wrote. <laughs> I don't even know how that happened. I think that Bonnie's fiance drove them. I, I, I it, it made no sense to me, but I didn't argue it because I just wanted them out of my house. You're home. Yeah. Get out of the house. Just wanted yeah. to get out. Yeah, that's that, that's yeah. the whole thing with entertaining yeah. at your own abode is that at some point, first of all, there's two things that really bother me about entertaining people in my place. What's up? Is one, you like you have to be the one eventually to kick them out. Yeah. And two is that I can't leave you. Like right. I, I love my Irish goodbyes and just not saying goodbye to anybody. Not because I'm a dick, but just because like I say goodbye to you, then I got to say everybody. Then it's like, oh no, somebody's dying. It's like, no, I'm just going to sneak out, and you we'll all live. No, no, you have to. You have to. You, oh, look, especially yeah. people. We'll talk about that in a wow. second. Wow, cut we'll off talk. by the ad already. Not yet. Jeez. Uh, so you went on vacation. I did go on vacation. Undercover. Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't want anybody to know about it. Like, uh, yeah. Usually people like. Usually people blast out their vacations. It's like it's worse than birthdays because nah. they're like months ahead of time. Like, hey, guess who's going to Maui? It's yeah. I don't that 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 type. I didn't need it. I just wanted to go and we with the family and mm-hmm. we went to. Have you ever been? You ever heard of the Solvang, uh, California? I have. And the thing that I know about it is that I was invited to Solvang once upon a time. Oh yeah, by a lady friend. Yes, but yeah. not that kind of lady oh, friend. Okay. It was Eliza's bachelorette party. In Solving? And I was the boy that was invited. I was representing all of man. Eliza had a bachelorette party in Solving? They went up there to hang. I think it was her. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. seem to me like that's a bachelorette party. I, nah, seem, I mean, like her like, and Jody Miller and a couple of other, you know, close yeah. friends went up to Solving. Just to hang out. And I was at South by Southwest. And yeah. so I was looking at flights. I'm like, I could fly like directly into, I guess I would fly into Monterey, then drive down. And I'm like, eh, this is too much. But Solvang, what I hear is that they have these, it, like, there's Danish. wine tasting everywhere. Yeah, and it's Danish. But there's... It's a Danish, little Danish town. Okay. So yeah. there's... I'm just telling so you. So there's a lot of white people. Well, but... It's, <laughs> I mean, that's, well, that's, that's... When I hear Danish, I think white. It, but it's more, dude, the bakery, the food, you can smell... Yeah. I had an eclair there. I could have fucked this eclair. You just turned into you. Andrew Freed right there. I had an eclair. Let me tell you. 
The when universe I, dealt me an eclair. When I had this eclair, <laughs> I've had many eclairs. Stopped. Just stopped. <laughs> it stopped, and and my entire family. I saved a dog before before we get into this. I saved a dog's you life. Saved a dog's life. Saved a dog's life. I I was I was walk and I, this one I knew you'd like. If I told you I saved a person, we just move on to the clear. No, you know. So we're walking. We're walking down the street. This place. So for those yeah. people who don't know, solving's like this. It it is legit. Like these two guys in like nineteen. 19- 11 or something found this town Hans and Franz more or less and they found this the 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 city in in California but it's like a it is a Danish city right okay. it's got like little Danish shops it's built like it windmills everywhere um but we're walking through we stayed at this uh, great hotel called the Lansby I highly recommend it if you're going to go to the what the Lansby the Lansby it's a really nice All hotel right. so we we're getting there and as I'm, st- this, like, this little like almost like a town right behind this bakery, this little like uh, town square, if you will. It's pretty much like you're 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 in a, a super sized mini golf course. It really is. I sent you a picture of it. It's exactly what yeah, that's, said, that's yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. And so there's people sitting out in the courtyard, and I hear some lady go, no, 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 no. And I see this guy skateboarding, mm-hmm. and then this dog is is off leash. Like and but I could go for days. But no, no, no. But not off leash. Not off leash. Be- off leash. But not, this wasn't done on purpose. Ugh. It was as if the it, I it thought escaped. that the skateboarder yeah. dropped the leash and yeah. didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. And there was a lady trying to get, but it, the lady was trying to get the dog. It was her dog, and the yeah. dog was like a puppy, right? So the dog takes off and goes into the street, mm-hmm. like and cars are. And this is like a busy street, flying. Yeah. For some, my instinct, and I turned into fucking Neo. Right? Yeah, and I'm maneuvering through the cars like this, yeah. that, and I step on the leash. Yeah, good. And I good. stop the dog, and the dog looks at me and tries to attack me. Yeah, right? and goes, what kind of dog? I don't know, like a little cocker spaniel type okay. thing, right? And yeah. coming after me like like ready, like ready because it was confused and it didn't know, and and it wasn't like it didn't know what was happening. So it looks up and just sees me. And at this point, you got to take the bite, and you, I, you can't get your foot but, off the leash. But again, Neo. I don't know how I avoided the cars coming in, and I don't know how I the dogs come, trying to snip at me, and I'm moving my arms, and the, and the woman goes, no, 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 he's saving you. He's saving you. And then I turn around, and the whole courtyard, it's as if we just crushed in, in Chicago <laughs> in front of a 1,000 people. They stand up, they're flying, and, and I didn't even think about oh, it. Look and, at I, you. and it was so stupid. Yeah. They're, like, they're like, there's a hero. I go, I'm not a hero. I'm like, I just didn't want the dog Did to get bow? smushed. Did you bow a little bit? Did you no, wave? No, I took my pants down. Um, but, but other than that, it was my, and my, it was cool. Cause my daughter was there, you know, like the, the two, the, who, the, by the way, yeah. is campaigning to get a dog. Well, they right? both, it's, I, we all want the dog. Mm-hmm. We all want dogs. It's just a matter of uh, who you, you should be very careful with what you, uh, this conversation, because who do you think is going to be watching the dog when I go to, when I go on vacation or, or I know. I go to New York? I, well, yeah. that, that's what scares me because the niece and the nephew up in Seattle are starting to lobby for a dog right. now too. And, and going to you. I don't trust, I literally do not trust anyone. And that's my problem. Now, this was just somebody, you know, their, their hand slipped and they, and the dog was still on the leash. Right. These animals that live by me, right. they just, they just open the door. And the dog just, oh, no, it's a dog. It's fine. And it's, it's like in a controlled a environment, dog. in a vacuum, yeah. maybe I would trust your dog yeah. to be smart enough to stay on the grass and not go into the street. No. However, I've had to save many dog lives on that street because yeah. I see these morons just let their dog it's out. So stupid. How do you not, how do you get a dog? How do you pay for a dog? How do you pay for the bills and the right. food and the, the, the vet and all that stuff? And you're still too lazy 
of a sack of shit. Just hold a leash. To just hold just a hold leash. It. You know who was bad at that? I hate to call him out on air. You know who was bad with that? Mm. Riley. Riley was bad. Not not with Cal. Right. But he had a pit bull. He had a pit bull. Oh, he used boy. to let that yeah. thing off the leash. I said, yeah. are you out of your fucking mind? And again, that if that's the only dog on, this, on, on, the, on the corner, then it's probably going to be okay. But as no, soon as dogs it's not okay. See, it is not okay. When they see another dog, that's when it elevates yes. even more, especially if one dog is off the leash yeah. and another dog is on the leash. Those dogs look at each other like, wait a minute, something's different between us. We should fight this out. Well, well yeah, and they would do it with, with pit bulls in general. Some, some pit bulls are very well behaved, and to the masters, they listen, and they're good. Right. This was not one of those. It was not bulls. a John Wick pit bull. My wife was pregnant with my oldest, at the mm-hmm. point, and the pit bull jumped on her. Yeah, and like, and but was not like not jumping like, hey, not playing. Me. Like, like I'm about to do something stupid, and right. it's like, it scared the hell out of us. And then I was like, well, but anyway, so we went. We got this eclair. So yeah. you're a hero. Yeah, you're but, celebrating. But, and I within said, a it was my excuse to celebrate and get. I was telling people about this diet that I've been on and working out. Yeah. All the, the six pounds I lost was gained with three bites of the eclair. What's three in bites. it? I don't know it's that like I've custard, ever had but, an eclair. So it's like chocolate layering on the outside, yeah. but like this custard on the inside. Fancy right? lad donut. Yes, and they have them. And I haven't had one in a while. I like them. But they put like a little raspberry in this one. Uh, oh, dude, I normally uh, don't like it either. Yeah. I normally don't like it either, but it was really, really good. I don't mix fruit with pleasure. I was eating, the, I would look, I was eating seafood. I was eating everything I, uh, that. Well, you're on vacation. Yeah, you should. I and should. might I point out, yeah. uh, most of the time you go on vacation, you're, you're out for a week right. or maybe even two weeks. Right. You had a few days. A few days. So you really had to cram all that fattening. Into, into three days, a few days, and you did just by looking at you, you did a great job. <laughs> I did. It's true. You're no, not, you look you're fine. Not, that's fine. You but can get it right back. I, it, it's, I just got to get back onto the. I brought the VR with me. Good. You know how many times I used it? Not I, a once. I hope zero. Not a once. Good. Leave it, it at home. My my wife my wife was okay with me bringing that. She's like, but she's like, no, she's like, no working because you like, used the workout excuse. But no, but she said no working. No work. Well, I'm saying like if you could sell her on bringing your VR. Well, that's the only reason I would bring it to be honest. Like, it's, I'm not gonna play a Star Wars game in the middle of it. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. But it's the guy that literally left a party early at Comic Con to go read a Star Wars book. I did do that. That's right. Multiple times. I did do that. Yeah. That's right. Just come home. You're already sitting on the can. Hey, how was the party? That's right. I remember that. Wedge uh, was about to meet Chewie. Nah, Wedge wasn't in that. You dickbag. It's before Wedge. I don't but know uh, that language was necessary. Oh well, it's been it's been necessary. <laughs> Especially in the, especially in the van, with me. You speaking of Riley, me and Riley with the Hunger Monster. Oh yeah, that was, that was a, the best. That was the very first Comic Con, and very nearly our last. <laughs> Within seconds, you're like, "Hey, hey, I remember that your face. Hey, it was it's it's it was that Snickers commercial. That was probably the first time that Mark Ellis, team therapist, really came out. Yeah. It was well because hey, to fight the hunger monster. It was like it, it, it made me realize I can't like I don't think I had eaten like all day. I mean, it was the morning, to be fair. At all. It was the morning. Well, how and, early? And we were staying on the outskirts of Escondido, or we, we were on some island. Some, no, no, we, we yeah, were on right. Coronado Island. That was the first one. I will that's tell right. you this, though, yeah, because it. it was not convenient nice hotel, wasn't it? to Comic-Con. Yeah. I missed that hotel. It was a nice hotel. They had a huge fire pit out it was. there. I remember that. And it was so nice. it, we survived the day, right. and we got back there, and they had, like, IPAs on draft, yeah, yeah, and we're yeah, just yeah, sitting yeah. out there looking nice at hotel. the ocean, and it's like, okay, this actually ain't so bad after all. It was a good way to experience it for the first time, because you don't know any better. And you're and you're very appreciative. Yeah. Because if you, again, it's like anything in life. It's like if you had to work harder for something initially, right. you're very appreciative. When you do get to stay at your hard rock 
hotels. Right, right, you know, right. Or your Hyatt's that's, that's or exactly wherever right. else you are. Not that this hotel wasn't nice, but just the commute, because you basically are in a van. Yeah. And so when we wanted to change and go to the parties, which you love so much, that wasn't an option. So you're just kind Not of wearing then. clothes. And we didn't get invited to any of those parties anyway that year. No, we well, I, probably with good reason. Yeah. Imagine how much crap we would have stolen if we actually got invited into a party. You were stealing stuff like, that was outside the party. Oh, that's right. You we stole the thing from uh, still have from a Hard somewhere. Rock. We went to the Hard Rock. It was that 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 was that was that that was that. <laughs> I night, think right? I was helping you move. It was a, it was and I that, found you know, it. Do you remember what it was? It yeah, yes, it was. Um, it was a sign. It was a sign from was, Hard Rock, and it, was it wasn't like a big big. sign, but no, it was framed. It's like this big, and it said like, "What did it say? Like Star Legends?" It said "Legends, Legends. with an uh, with with, yeah. an, with an arrow." Yeah, and and I said, "This is what we should use it in our reviews from now on." And it's like sitting in a box somewhere. <laughs> I, I I'm telling you that I, I definitely <laughs> ran into. I definitely saw that somewhere. Yeah, and yep. it, right now there's a there's a listener who was just like. I fucking put so much work into that. I looked the next day, the Legends Sorry. thing was gone. Sorry, but it, like if you're someone listening gave to this it show, it wasn't stolen. Someone then you're a huge it fan. Yeah, someone um, gave it it, it's so funny, though, because I remember you telling me that on the way home. Like, this is going to be great. And half of me, it's one of the few times we've been going out, and I'm, and I'm more sober than you. Yeah. And, and we're, we're, we're riding home in this, in this hotel shuttle Man. at, like, midnight. Yeah. And, because if we miss that shuttle. It was it. We're, we're, we're Uber sleeping. wasn't a thing. Uber wasn't a thing back. Nope, then. we're sleeping in the hall H line. Yeah, yeah. Um, you said it'd be great in our reviews, and I remember half of me is like, uh, "Should I just kill his dream right now?" And the other half of me is like, "No, no, no, let it, let him have it, let tonight. him have it, because he'll forget all about this tomorrow." No, and then the, that was that was the start, and then I think that it did it did show us the difference between when you stay at a place like that because you mm-hmm. don't know any better. Yep. Like, oh, this is the way Comic Con's supposed to be, yep. it's like you said. And then the next year, we're staying like right on the strip. You're like, "Oh my god, this is heaven." Yeah, it was amazing. Oh, so. it's it's great, and I do miss that, and I did miss that during the uh, the pandemic. pandemic. So hopefully it, it comes years. around. Yeah, we get lucky year. Uh, next year. Next yeah. year, I am going to San Diego uh, soon, though, and I'll be staying on the strip. Ooh, yeah, I'm excited about that. You got some work down there? No, just going to another vacation. Another vacation. See, another like, three like days. Like, like you said, some some people take like those seven days. I split them up. You take many vacations. I take many vacations, and I'll be doing a, a couple days in San just Diego just to hang there. We we like to go once a year. Well, give me the dates. Let's let's uh, let, let's do a show. If you're if you're serious, I will. Y'all see his I'll eyes. Did y'all rewind it? it. Look I'll at his. It. If I'll you're, do it. If you're, you should be listening to the podcast today. I'll sneak. Do you understand? I can sneak out. I could sneak out on like a Saturday. I, you don't think I'd be able to do it? I'd be able to sneak out? No, no, probably. I, not. I think one time in your youth you were able yeah. to sneak out, not like anymore. Red Dawn. But I don't think that. Yeah. Uh, I I think your lovely wife is. Probably not going to consider. She's going to know. You're yeah, not going to be able to probably, sneak out. Probably not. Yeah. Um, and speaking of which, you know, this whole vacation. One thing I was bummed when I got back, and as you saw in the title of this video, this is going to be a Black Widow review. Yeah, and a real one too. And it will be a real one because I did my work. You did. How'd and yours go? Disappointing. And I'll tell you why. This is the thing I, I noticed. So they, 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 I was so excited because they sent uh. out they sent out the link they sent out the the option and they go you can either go you can see it at, the, at, at in the theater they had a couple of different options mm-hmm. you can see it in the theater, or you can get the streaming link that you can watch it on Disney Plus for like two days, right? For two days, two days you have forty eight yeah. hours. They sent it to me right as I started my vacation, right? And I'm like, all right. So I get back last night. I get back last night or, or whenever on Wednesday night. And I go to fire it up on the computer. It had expired around ten or fifteen minutes before I fired. Oh I man! And I was just and so I wrote I wrote to the rep, and he's like, "Yeah, this Marvel's not. They're not letting it, it extend." So I was like, "Well, Mark saw the damn thing." So this is Mark Ellis's review right. of Black Widow. Yeah, I missed the screening too. 
No, would that be great if I did? Um, I I had a, I had a great time yeah. going. This was my first like press screening, you know, because I you, to, you went to the theater though. Went to a theater. Yeah, okay. Went to El Capitan. Oh wow! Right on. Were you nervous? Wear the mask anyway. I yeah. You did they, wear a mask. They, they were they pretty you? socially distanced. Yeah. Uh, they, they socially distanced the seating. So mm-hmm. if you came in with somebody, I happened to bump into our friend Thad Williams, and oh, so cool. I sat with him. Uh, Coy Jandrew joined us. Ken yeah. Napslock was there. Okay. Uh, uh, Sabina Graves was there. How did? Um, wait a minute. Hold on. Jack don't Coley you, was don't there. you bury the lead? What? How in the world did anybody get Ken Napslock to go to a screening? Of Black do not Widow? know. And he he was there. He was just there chilling solo. I, this is. Uh, where's my phone? I need. I have to call. I have to call him and ask him how. Yeah. I'm gonna call him. But you, you tell oh, him. Re- review, review. Yeah, good. It's it's nice oh, to have a captive me. audience here in the I'm studio. Listening. I'm listening. So, Black Widow is a film that takes place in between the events of Captain America: Civil War and Infinity War. Right. And so you have Black Widow, who is on this sort of backstory mission for her, but it's a very personal mission. And so you meet her family, and I put family in quotes because there's a lot of things that gets uncovered during the course of the two-hour, 15-minute runtime. But I will tell you this. Her and Florence Pugh, Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh, dynamite together. She's so good, Florence Pugh, in general. They are so much fun. You believe that they're sisters? Yes. Their fight scenes against each other and with each other are so good. They're so well choreographed. Kate Shirlin did a great job directing this thing because you also have David Harbour in there. Right. And you have Rachel Weisz in there. Yeah. And you have... um, Who underrated is one of the most... Talented and attractive people in in the world. Rachel, Rachel Weisz, yes. yeah, or or uh, David Harbor. David Harbor, his <laughs> belly, his belly alone is the fantastic. ultimate dad belly. Yeah, the best really dad good. belly I've ever seen. It's really good. And they they have a great dynamic. You have a really imposing villainous presence here. Yeah, and a lot of it. There's a lot of Russian accents. Yeah, good ones, bad ones. I think they're pretty good. Okay, but you're not a good judge of that. Napsock's stuff. last name is Napsock. Yeah. And so I'm not sure he was quite as high on the Russian accent as everybody else was, yeah. depending on who it was. Right. I think Florence Pugh won the the Best Russian Accent Award. It's really good. And it was a very, very fun and thrilling adventure. There's not quite as much of that MCU humor yeah. that you get because, again, we're talking about a That's dysfunctional like family, yeah. and we're talking about a family where well, it's, it's like any family, even my family, who yeah. I consider pretty functional. You have things that have happened in the past, and you don't necessarily talk about it at the dinner table, but if it comes up, you have to address it. So you see both of those things play out in the movie. And one of the coolest parts about this to me is that it proves that we can inject a really cool solo story anywhere in the MCU timeline, and it doesn't take away from where we're going, and it doesn't really kill the tension because we know where this character ends up. It is still a really fun solo adventure. Well... All right, a couple questions. Because it doesn't feel solo. It feels no. like we, we just have another team. Well, that's a couple questions I have. The first is that mm-hmm. this movie was de- delayed so many times because of COVID, obviously. Right. Do you feel that as far as timeline within the MCU at all? No, because, because it does take place. It would have taken place before right. anyway right. when it was initially slated to come out. So the it doesn't feel dated at all. Okay. So maybe for that reason, but it does not feel like a movie that's been sitting on the shelf for a year and a half. Without any spoilers... Does do you get rewarded if you? I mean, maybe not because of when it takes place, but do you get rewarded off for watching any of the TV shows in this one? Uh, as a guy who hasn't finished one of the TV shows, I felt like I was caught up. 
Okay. With everything. Okay. Um, there was it, it, there's something that there, there's something that gets referenced. It's yeah. more of a reference than it is an actual event. Yeah. Within the film. Yeah. That I did have to go to my resident expert Coy afterwards. So Coy was kind of telling Thad and I like on our way out. How like, it plays in the stuff. Something. Yeah. Plays and, in the TV shows. No, I don't just in general. think so. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't think so. All right. Because the TV shows may have hinted at this, too. And I'm such a moron now with comic books. I'm just like, oh, I, I didn't, you know. Yeah, so do it, I own the Punisher number one. Does that help? Yeah. That, I, when it comes to, like, tying stuff into the comic books, it's, yeah. it's, for me, yeah, you're going to lose me. But um, when it comes to... There is a post-credit scene. There's a post-credit scene. But what about one or two? One. 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 Okay. Yeah. And what about? Uh, and it's all the way at the end, I believe. They're talking so about. You, you got to hang in there for the whole credits. They're saying that this could be the swan song for for uh, Scarlett Johansson. Is it? Is it? Was that? Does that seem like the case, or what do you think? Is I will say this: if this is the last time we see her as Black yeah. Widow, yeah. then I would say it's like a John Elway Super Bowl Thirty Three okay. performance. Good where action. So you go out on top. You had mentioned there's no MCU humor. Uh, not not none, but you said that there's there's less than normal, right? Not so as much. Does it seem more? like born identity type stuff going on there's a lot of jason Bourne feel in this for multiple reasons because we're following around a spy but you're also kind of piecing together your past at the same time uh but there is a fair amount of humor and 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 a fair amount of it's generated by florence Pugh's character because she's so super serious and she's coming back into this family dynamic just like black widow is and it's just there's a couple things that are really going to make you smile and make you giggle and not just like oh that that's a good joke but it's like no it actually plays into the movie too okay um highly recommend i think it's pretty good i think it's a great way for people to come back into movie theaters and experiencing the event that is an mcu film because it's not as high profile as an avengers full team-up thing would be right maybe not even as a spider-man but this is a great way to ingratiate yourself back into the movie going process this is why i'm glad they are doing that that release at the same time with disney plus though because i'm not going to the movie theater to watch this right now i'm just not uh and i do this is why you like that they're doing it on disney plus yes this is why i like that they're doing this 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 release at the same time yeah um because that's what I want. I like. I'm. I want to watch it next week, but I'm not going to the theater right now. You're um, not going to a theater. No, not right now. But I think a lot of people because of the are. corn. You're worried about the corn weight right now. Yes, a hundred percent. It has nothing to do with anything else except the fact that I'm going to yeah. wind up getting. By the way, going back to solving. I not solving. I went to Carmel by the Sea for like a night. Well, I know you kind of. It, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about your experience. We, we there can talk about that in a little. I just. I do want to stay on topic with yeah. certain sort of things, but. The only reason you bring that up with the theater snacks, you know, what's my what's my go-to theater snack? You have the uh, pretzel nubs with cheese. They had this giant, massive pretzel in this this uh, shop that I went into to get a coffee, and it took every bit of strength not to get this thing. I just oh, I just good. destroyed this seafood, and I just ate mm-hmm. so much. But there was this pretzel staring at me in the yep. face, and I didn't get it. But it just reminded me of that. But One uh, of the biggest pretzel and cheese, like the biggest size soft pretzel yeah, yeah. with a big cheese dipping, beer cheese dipping thing yeah. I've ever taken oh, down. Where's that? Was? Where? Tampa, Florida with? With what? Brian Harwell. Where was that? For which what movie? Came to some show I was doing. Oh, okay. For, you guys I flew movie? to Tampa to take your brother just, out just, to a movie. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And you guys go see it. You saw a movie? What'd you say? <laughs> no, okay. moron. What? He came to There's pretzels show at your show? I was doing. But there's pretzels at your show? And then it, there is the chance that afterwards, Mark might want to go out for a few pops afterwards. Yeah, but that's so at we, nighttime. We went close. to a bar. And they had, and they had it at the I know you haven't bar. been out at night in a no, while. No, I haven't. They do these so things? So there's these things. There's people at In bars? the outer world oh, okay. where you go out, and they're called taverns. What, they guys play Twister? 
we might have played a little bit of Twister. Uh, big size Jenga with the actual box that you move around. Yeah. And they had a great bevy of appetizers. I think it was actually like a German beer hall that we went oh, to. So that's good. Um, good stuff. So but to that release at the same time, because that way I'm allowed to see it on Friday, next Friday when it comes out. Yeah. Uh, be able to talk about it, do a spoiler review, do all that stuff, and really be able to, uh, you know, like I said, just throw it on the big screen and, and, and check it out. But the other thing, the other reason... I'm bummed that HBO Max isn't sticking to this plan that they did where they're releasing things in theater and on HBO Max at the same time next year. I'm bummed that they're not doing that next year. Yeah, I wonder what the finance team looks like. As far, I wonder how they how approach they did. that. I wonder how many, how many subscriptions they got, but the, the Sopranos prequel. Have you, have you, I did watch the trailer. Because you've been watching The Sopranos lately. I've been lately. watching The Sopranos. So how, many, how many episodes did you watch of The I Sopranos? Am, how many I, seasons? I, I'm not quite finished with the sopranos what season are you in i'm on season five I think. oh shit okay so you're like you're 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 in i mean it. you're I'm, in it i'm in it i'm yeah. locked in and i'm taking my time watching and i'm piecing yeah, it together yeah, it's yeah. not like one of those shows like the affair where i'm like yeah i'm really locked in and then i'm just like i think i'm done no because because the affair lost yeah. its thing the sopranos don't i can take two weeks i can take a month off yeah, watch yeah, the sopranos yeah. and i can get right back into yep. it sometimes i'll go back and watch the previous episode just to remind myself because it is so you're adorable good. You're adorable. You say you can go take a month off. Do you know that when you were watching Sopranos back in the day, you had to take two years off before it came back? It was like a year and a half to two-year wait before yeah. you got it. Got yeah, it or you just have to wait a week. No. Once, once you're in the season. Once you're in the once season. You're but in you had to season. wait for like two years before a season came out. But, dude, that trailer, it is fantastic. I His son is so good. His son it looks really good. His, it look, I mean, it looks like The him, movie is called so. The Many Saints of Newark. Yes. It is. And I did make the joke that uh, I wish I was like a projectionist at a movie theater because I would cut that film off at 58 minutes and just watch people be like, they did it again. They did it again. To- <laughs> Dude, it looks and then, so And then good. having like the reveal of Ray Liotta in prison yeah, who, at so, the end. So who's, who's Ray Liotta in the, in the movie? Do we I, know? I knew it and I forgot he's... Dickie, Dickie Moltisanti, he's not. That's, that's, so Dickie Moltisanti was Christopher's father. Right. He... Uh, and and because junior junior you see for like a split second is he a, is he an actual soprano who uh, Ray Liotta I don't know he's not he's not he's not his dad his dad is played by Barenthal no I, I think he might be I think he might be that guy's dad oh he might be his might grandfather? Be grandfather yeah but but either way either way because Lorraine Bracco is back in it too right no Lorraine, no no she's playing no. a different role is she really yeah oh that, okay that, I, I think see her. I'm pretty sure that was her as either like the principal or the guidance counselor maybe, maybe you're right because it sounded like her I don't know I didn't yeah but Mir for me got playing which I love I, I wouldn't always like sign up for something like that yeah. like somebody jumping maybe into a different a role in this universe but I think it plays so got, well I gotta see it I gotta see how it plays out but 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 she plays uh yeah Mir Farmiga is in it Livia Soprano and yeah. I, I, I always, I always kind of when I see the the nose, the nose jobs, the the, the fake, the prosthetic noses. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, I, I probably get over it. But who had a prosthetic nose? Formica. Oh, I didn't. You didn't even notice. No. All right, fair. Uh, but this movie looks, I can, and it comes out on my birthday, which is even October first. Yeah, which is give even, me a sec to get it. I don't care. A birthday doesn't matter. I'm no, only, I'm only excited because I used an excuse to get my wife to watch it. 
the only way I can get her to watch it because that's that's what I, I'm like. That's that's what I want. Is she not a soprano honk? She's nah, never seen it. Really, she's she's so funny. She be like, she go. Oh, I love Goodfellas. I'm, I'm like, but I can't watch violence. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, yeah, yeah, but Goodfellas again. It's like you suck it up for two and a half hours and you get through it. Like yeah. Sopranos, it's just like every week you know. Oh, this is something else. She can't watch Rocky gonna Three. Happen. She can't watch Rocky Three because it's, it's too pretty violent. violent you it know? is too violent. Clubber Lang's pretty intimidating. Speaking of Rocky, hey woman. Speaking of Rocky, I just rewatched Rocky Balboa. Recently. Yeah, much better. I did it not to. I did it sometime during the pandemic. It, you you're gonna get mad at me. I know why you're gonna get mad. At you're me. gonna criticize the HBO boxing angle of it. Well, yeah, I don't love the. I don't love the the. Uh, you didn't love the way that they did the fight scene I, I like you're watching it on TV, which yeah, I thought was pretty it, it cool. Just, well, it just looks. It just looks a little awkward when it. It's not as. I love the Rocky fights. The one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. The way that they're shot, like. Yeah, they're they're unrealistic, and, and but it's the realistic thing that they did with with uh, Rocky Balboa. I, I I think they could have done more. I didn't love how Larry Merchant and um, <laughs> is it Lampley and Lampley. I didn't love how they were like making fun of Rocky beforehand. They wouldn't do that. They were led. They, they for the, what those two guys are. For the, the, the way that Lampley, I would have to see that again to see all the jokes they're cracking. They, they're like about cr- him, but, cracking all yeah. old jokes on him and saying that this is going to be like I and I get what Stallone was trying to do with the writing where they right. were trying to say how he didn't have a shot, but like this was a legend of the ring and those guys for all the ma- matches that they've called they, they no there'd but be a little more reverence. Kellerman was the guy inside of that. There was it mm-hmm. was Kellerman Lampley and yeah. the, the calling the match and Kellerman was the guy who was showing the respect throughout the whole thing and that was probably the argument like these guys are going to be taking shots at. Rocky and the Kellerman will be like, uh, you know, watching him as a as a younger kid and and you would think that excited. Kellerman would be the one kind of lampooning him. Well, because, the way that, yeah, I guess because it's it's a new and also because thing. Kellerman is first take and and he he can have hot takes on things. He doesn't and, though. He lo- he's like Rocky Balboa just just like said hey to me. He's like I remember watching these guys matches. And now I'm calling one of them. I yeah. loved that and it, and I also really loved inside of the, when he when he walks into to see his son. It's one of the things I hated about Rocky Five is that everyone treated him like it was before Rocky One. Yeah, and they yeah. didn't even treat him like he had just accomplished all this stuff because he had just come off. He just come off beating Drago, Drago, and people yeah. were treating him like he was the same guy right. that never even won a fought Apollo Creed. Right. You know, this right. is stupid. Right. But in Rocky Balboa, it made more sense. Like, look, that happens. Boxers and athletes and people lose their money, and maybe things happen, and then but they don't. But they don't lose that thing. And you walk through, hey champ. Hey, champ. And when he walks in to see his son, everyone's asking for his autograph. They're like, you know, they're taking pictures of him. His, his dick, the, the, his dick boss, the, the son's boss, wants to take a picture with Rocky. Uh-huh. I loved all that stuff. Rocky Balboa is so much more pure to the essence of what Rocky was in Rocky 1 and Rocky yeah. 2 and underappreciated. And this is the thing I was going to tell you that you're not going to like. What? It's a, not the boxing. It's a better overall movie than Rocky 4. It's a better movie. Yeah, but you and I have this have this debate too. Is that you, I I love Rocky Four more for different reasons than I would enjoy and appreciate Rocky Balboa. Yeah, um, not the least of which is all you the like music videos montage. Yeah, you like music yeah. videos. But but there is a pretty good montage, and you know what I also love about Rocky Balboa? Two things. One is that the the kind of sort of like not not even like love interest necessarily, but just the the person who he's yeah, like, Marie, hey, uh, you know, Marie. Adrian's. Adrian's gone. I, I, yeah. I wonder what it's like to have a conversation with another adult woman. Just a companion. Geraldine Hughes. Is that who plays her? Is great okay. in the movie. Okay. And she also, before that movie came out, when yeah. I was at Wake, she happened to be friends with the theater teacher. Okay. And so she flew in to, like, talk to the class. And it's like, oh, she was, like, a, a you know, doing, you know, actress sort of yeah. things out here. 
but didn't have a profile project to the level of Rocky Balboa yet. Right. So then when the Rocky Balboa trailer came out, I remember saying, and instantly I, I wrote my old, I was oh, like, hey, that's Jody. She was great in it. She's great. Yeah. And that trailer still holds up. Because of what you always reference, though, I still got some stuff in the basement. In the basement, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's and, so good. And Paulie, what basement? Yeah. And he's just like, yeah. Basement. Think about that a lot before I go to the gym is when uh, is when Duke is just, uh, let's put on some hurting Hurt, pounds. Yeah, because like, he tells him, he's like, you don't have, you take speed to beat him, you don't yeah. have it anymore. That calcium deposits like, on most of your he, fingers. He's, he's like, this, you don't have it anymore. So, but so what you do have is raw power. And they, and they say it a couple times. They go, the last thing to go on a fighter is his punch. Let's put on some hurting pounds. And I'm telling it. I really enjoyed watching that movie again. Yeah. It's a, it's a really good movie. I, I Treat yourself out there, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't seen Rocky Balboa in a while, do it. And I'll tell you what else you should do. You should go and check out ExpressVPN. Loving ExpressVPN. We are excited to be working with ExpressVPN because if you use the internet without ExpressVPN, it's like taking a call on a train or a bus on a speaker for everyone to hear. Don't be that person. Why do I need a VPN? Why do I need a VPN? Well, internet service providers, whether it's Comcast or Verizon, they know every single website you visit. Yep, all of them. ISPs can sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who then use your data to target you. Well, why do I need to use it? Well, ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the Internet so people can't peep on your online activity. Fire up the app and click one button. It's rated number one by CNET, Wired, The Verge. It works on your phone. It works on your laptops, even routers. So everyone who shares your Wi-Fi can be protected. So what you have to do is you got to go and you got to check it out is I didn't want that. I hate, I hated that. Uh, I saw that report. I can't remember what it was on Netflix or that doc or whatever it was. It's like all this information that you're out there, everything the social the, conundrum. Yeah but, oh, yeah. but it's like, everyone's getting your information. They can use it. And it's like, I, how do you protect that? Well, express VPN, they can, they can protect it. That was the most important thing to me. I don't, especially with my, with kids and everything. Uh, I, I it, it is very, very important to do it. And if you want to secure your online activity, you do it by visiting expressvpn.com slash S-E-N today. It's pretty easy. E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash S-E-N. And you can get an extra three months free. One more time. That's expressvpn.com slash S-E-N. A great thing happened that I just noticed. What? What well, it's based on the great thing that happened last week, which is... Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns oh, yeah. advancing to the NBA Finals. Right. For the first time in Chris Paul's career, he gets to play in the NBA Finals. We both went to Wake Forest. Yes, you could have told me last night that he was still in the Clippers. I'd have no idea, but go ahead. Yeah, but it was cool that he advanced to the Finals against his old team right. in that building. Right. And the reason why I bring it up is because in that building is L.A. Clippers super fan Billy Crystal. Oh, is he a super fan? He has been a season ticket holder since the early 90s. How does that happen? Since, how do you, a, how, since how, your guy Sam Cassell was yeah, playing for him. How do you do that? How do you become a Yankee fan and stay a Clippers fan? And, and is he not a Knicks fan anymore? I think it's just like, look, if, if you go to L.A., yeah. you just, okay, the, the Lakers are known for Jack and yeah. and Diane Cannon and everybody who is trying to pretend like they like sports. And Billy's like, no, you know what? I, I want to get Fair. my courtside tickets. And he's a comedian. You go off. Yeah, you, yeah. You, go, you don't take the obvious joke. You go to the... <laughs> The Clippers being the obvious joke at the time. Right. So 
he he's sitting courtside. Yeah. And him and Chris Paul, because Chris used to play here, just like, you know, formed a, a really good relationship. Yeah. And so it was so cool to see after the game ended, Chris Paul was just like, he's waving to his family oh, and he's like hyping up his teammates yeah. and stuff. And then he goes over. And he gives Billy Crystal a big hug. Oh, that's cool. And it was so cool to see. And so I took a picture of it on my TV, and I just tweeted, like, like Chris Paul hugging Billy Crystal makes me really happy. Yeah. And it just sort of took off. And I just noticed one of the people who – guess who retweeted it? I just Billy told Crystal. you. I just told you Billy Crystal. I yeah. gave you a couple valuable pieces of information yeah. to solve this mystery. Yeah. Billy Crystal. Yes. Basketball. All right. Who retweeted that? Jack Nicholson. The answer, are you literally cheating? No. Well, Looking I, up on your I, phone? I, hands you, up. You're hands up. No, I'm not doing hands up. Five, I'm, four, three. Oh. Billy Crystal basketball connection. Yeah. Okay. George Mirasan. Oh, did, really? Big George. Seven foot seven. Used to play in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, starred yeah. with Billy Crystal in the movie My yeah, Giant. Yeah. Mirasan saw it. That's pretty great. <laughs> tweeted it. So. That's great. Well, look. It, uh, uh. Uh, I'm very. I'm. I'm more happy for Andres Cabrera more than anybody else. God, he is excited. And he wrote me. He wrote me texting me last night because he wants to do some. Uh, and he, probably he wants did, to launch a campaign point. to get him to the finals. Yeah. Well. So. So he had he had put put together this video and he asked me if we could use footage from the Schmodown where he's referenced. Mm-hmm. And I was like, of course you can. I want to. I want to see it. So. Well, him and I were talking like this was back when the Suns were in the previous series. And because you know, I'm I'm a man about town. Yeah. I'm a jet setting playboy. I'm like, look, man, if they go to the finals, we might have to do something about this. I looked at tickets for the finals. Let me guess. Uh, f- f- cheap tickets, mm-hmm. cheap tickets, nosebleeds, fifteen hundred bucks, about five grand Whoa. for nosebleeds. Get out of my life. So I'm thinking, like, I, yeah. I, uh, I don't like you that much. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're a good guy, but can't do it. Time. And so, yeah, I just can't do it. But ten grand for two tickets in the nosebleeds, and I and I'd be flying to Phoenix or driving to Phoenix to go to see it. But it would be pretty bad at that point. He better take yeah. you on his back. I mean, I held it off as far as like emotional last night, but like if if they do. Yeah. End up winning the finals. Yeah, that's gonna emotional then, mark's gonna come out. Why? Because uh, because you since when you've been a Suns fan? Just I'm a Chris did, Paul fan. You Chris Paul fan. The Wake Forest connection. connection. And if you look at athletes, like my history with athletes yeah. and like watching sports with my old man, yeah, there's exactly two athletes that we actively rooted for. Tim Duncan. That are still playing. Duncan's no longer playing. Oh, that are still playing. Still playing. Chris Paul, and then I give a pass. Hopefully, he's healing up to Tiger Woods. So it's Tiger. And Chris Paul, okay. that's it. Now, there's been other athletes, like Tom Brady, obviously, we're still aware of. Right. We were never actively rooting for no, Tom those, Brady. Those are the you guys just witnessed the greatness. And so it. that would be a huge, huge thing. Yeah, it's big. I, I, and, and so it's, it's the Milwaukee? Either Milwaukee, at, at, at the time of this taping, either Milwaukee or Atlanta. But Who Milwaukee's do down a Giannis, and Atlanta's down a Trey so, yeah. Young right now. So it's, everybody's getting hurt. So. so it looks like the Suns are going to win it. <laughs> the, he's getting all the breaks right now. Right now, we'll see how it goes. Interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, look, that's that's fun, and that's, I think that that's a fun Billy Crystal story, though, too, for sure. Um, it's just a great, great, great moment in sports. Uh, speaking of other great moments, Loki's been crushing it. Loki's I been, hear good things. Loki's been doing good. I didn't, Sorry, I didn't love. This is the whole point. Is that you? You did Black Widow, and what did you give Black Widow? By the way, at a, a schmoes. Oh man, I'd uh, I'd probably go at least. Four out of five schmoes. That's big. I might give it. I might give it four and a quarter. Okay. Four point three five. Now, for you guys watching this, and this will be a spoiler review for Loki episode four. I'm still on one. Go ahead. Yes. Carry so, on. You're not going to remember any of this anyway. Probably not. Um, I told you some last time. I didn't love episode three. Thought it was mm-hmm. okay. This definitely adds into. It makes episode four absolutely makes three 
more relevant, more enjoyable. Um, did, why did three leave with like some? Because I remember Steph yeah. was on it was pretty much on the same page as you. So with it three, just, yeah. So for three, it just seemed. I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to use the word filler. It didn't seem like filler, but it just it. It it wasn't the story that bothered me in three as much as it, it was the filming of the episode. It looked a little sci-fi channel cheesy to me. Ah, okay. Um, but the story itself of what happens and the bond that Lo- the Loki we know mm-hmm. forms with female Loki, yeah, is interesting, and that carries on to, to this episode. So there's a lot that goes down here. Like I said, you're going to be spoiled tremendously from this. Have at it. All right, I'll be okay. So you know that in, you've seen the first episode. I have and. Once you get hit with one of those batons, it's over. You disappear and you're dead. Yeah. Right. Well, they find out that this one, this one security guard that that um, that female Loki had been messing with her mind or whatever. They find out that because what female Loki told Loki was that she found out through memories that everybody was variants. Every single person that works for the TVA, they're not created by the timekeepers. They are. They were people that were part of the timeline that were plucked. Memories erased, and they're basically working inside the matrix. So it's kind of like Get Out, where they just like Ish. find people on the street, and they're like, "No, no, no, you. You're going to work for us yeah. now, and that's what you think that you do." Owen Wilson included, everybody, right? So, wow. So and wow. so when they get back, so they they're on this planet that looks like it's about from episode three that's about to be destroyed. It picks back up there in episode four. The planet's about to collapse, and finally, Owen Wilson and the and the gang is able to locate where they are, and they get them out at the last minute. Right, they get out the okay. both Lokis, and they take him for interrogation. Um, and then it's—I uh, always pronounce her her name wrong. It's Gugo Mbatu-Ra. Is that, is that how you? Gugo Mbatu-Ra. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was right, right? Gugu Mbatu-Ra. I was not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I was—I always get it wrong. Yeah, was, usually, if you're learning something, you repeat, and and you were just kind of like, yeah, yeah, what he said. Well, when you, but you were right. It's Gugu Mbatu-Ra. So she, but she's she's really good in in the she's show. Great. Yeah, and um. So she is, you can tell that she has, she's had this fun relationship with Owen Wilson, but you can tell there's something going on, right? She's hiding information. He's mm. starting to catch on to it. Loki tells him, he's like, look, that, that exact thing, you're not, you, you, you've been plucked. You know, you're, 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 not, you're not created by the timekeeper. You are a, a variant. And Owen's like, yeah, 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 whatever. Sure, sure, sure. And he discovers mm. that exactly he's right. So... Ross sticks him. Owen Wilson's toast. Gone. Kills him. Right? And a few dog owners I'd like to take that baton to. D- takes him out. And Loki's all pissed off about it. And Loki, and then and then he winds up reteaming with the, the girl who winds up um she the, the she, female Loki is 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 pinned up. She's she's all by herself and another one another one of the guards. Um, I can't remember the black woman who is. She's really. She's. She was the tough ass that like to kick the crap out of, like out of all the people when they first came in, and okay. she's kind of had a beef with with Loki for a little bit. But she, she also starts to figure it out. She helps out. Um, she helps out female Loki. She and that. Basically, she's the one who starts to help them out when they're in front of the, they go to the timekeepers. The three timekeepers are there and they're they're interrogating both the Lokis at the end of it. And all hell breaks loose, right? This is before Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson dies, um, and everybody, and it looks like it's it's about to, like shit's going to go down. There's a lot going on in this episode. A lot going on. My takeaway so far. They're all, but they're all, they're all. It looks like the two Lokis want to take out the timekeepers. Turns out the timekeepers aren't even like it's like Wizard of Oz stuff. They're like they are mechanical. It's like Epcot Center. Yeah, we don't know what they are. We don't know who's running it. But at the very last second, 
uh, our Loki is talking to female Loki, and then he's about he says something to her, and then boom, he gets hit with the stick. He's gone, right? And so she's wow. left with, um, with uh, raw. Yeah, good going about to raw. Yeah, yeah, raw. I think it's I think it's pretty tough. Call it raw. Yeah, and as you're as you're like okay, so I, I guess she's going to be the one who's who's kind of running the show now. And there's a post clip. Loki wakes up. There always a post clip. No, but there's a post clip. Loki wakes up and he's surrounded by other Lokis, and one of them is Richard E. Uh, Wilson. Richard E. Grant. Grant. Richard E. Wilson. I'm, I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna pretend that I'm doing a lot of research for these names. And I, all I know is, hey, there's the guy from uh, the Melissa McCarthy movie. What's that movie called? <laughs> See, so you, you're doing Rotten Tomato stuff. You, you, you've got, you've got I all just, this stuff. I just, I, I want Who's the Richard lights. Wilson? To, I want who is the, Richard Wilson? The is lights somebody? to come down. Dick Wilson? I don't know who Who's Dick Richard Wilson, Wilson is. I don't know who Richard Wilson is. I don't know. The guy who, whose name is on every NFL football. Yeah, but no. But it's, it's Richard E. Grant. Yeah. And Richard E. Grant is wearing the Loki outfit at the end, but it's like old Loki. And I don't know what the hell's happened in this clip. I got it. You know, That's gonna, a cool casting call for it. Old Loki. It was. I'm going to call Coy because now right. let's let's see if Coy can give us some. I'm sure everybody out there already knows what he the hell's threatened going to on. call Ken Napsack. I should call. I'm going to call him next. But I'm going to call. No, you should call Ken to ask about Loki. <laughs> see how I'm going to call Coy first. Yeah. So Coy is on the air. But this will be interesting. I want to. Coy's more likely to answer. Coy's probably going to answer. Ken would be. Yeah, but Ken might be on the air. But I'll see Coy. Coy usually, unless Coy's got Coy would answer wrong. if he was on there. That's true. He does. See, it, it, he is. You hear the, the energy. You hear the positive energy. Yeah, Coy's always positive. So, Coy, you're on the air right now. We're we're doing uh, an episode of the big thing. Oh, we're talking. My, uh, my car's not trying to connect. That's fine. Oh boy. Yeah, we're so you're on the air right now. We're talking. Uh, it's me and Mark, and we're talking about uh, Loki. Yeah. So, what the hell does that post credit scene mean? So he shows up, and Richard E. Grant, not Richard E. Wilson, by the way. You were wrong about that. But uh, Richard E. Grant. Um, I'll put this on Coy. Richard E. Grant and, and the rest of the, like, old Lokis, different Lokis. Where are they? What's going on? Okay, so basically there's a comic book run called Agents of Asgard, and it involves different Lokis through different concepts. So in Agents of Asgard, Loki willingly dies, so he's reborn as Kid Loki to prove that he's not evil. He's just mischievous. So the Kid Loki in the front is basically trying to prove Loki's self. So this whole show is like a walkabout of proving what oneself is, what one's moral compass is. So the best way to do that is to, uh, in the detective sense, discovering oneself is usually less literal. He's discovering himself by finding himself, in this case a very literal sense. So the last scene is kind of the into the Spider-Verse of Loki, but right. as an existential. Different variants represent different choices Loki could have made. And Richard E. Grant is classic Loki. That's his 1962 uh, first appearance outfit, like Jack Kirby outfit. So that'll be your more curmudgeonly, more disassociated from humanity Loki. And then uh, Kid Loki represents the more mischievous side. And then the new guy, Boastful Loki, is a brand new character. Um I hope that all made sense. Is that, it did. <laughs> no, it did for sure. But the, what? It, but what do you think that ties in? How does that tie in to the rest of like what the hell we've been watching with the timekeepers and and female Loki and 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 we, so where did Owen Wilson go? If, if Loki shows up there, where did Owen Wilson go? So there's two schools of thought. One is that when you're pruned, it actually just sends you to the end of your timeline. So where where you can't cause any problems to the sacred timeline. That's one idea. And the character that uh, Owen Wilson plays, Mobius, in the comic books, 
Mobius is actually a clone. Uh, like all the TVA agents look the same in the comic books. Um, the TVA agents are all Mobius. So what they might do is have like a world of just Owen Wilson's, which would be a blast. Yeah. Or it just puts him back where he can't cause a disruption. Or the other school of thought is that's what Sylvie was doing was she was hiding out at the end of uh, Apocalypses. So all of those Lokis might be the variants that united, and now they're hiding out in a planet that's about to end or has already ended. My theory is that the planet they're on is the one where Loki and Thanos succeeded because you can see the trashed Avengers Tower right. in the background. Oh, wow. All right, well, look. I, I have a question for Koi, yeah. and it's relevant to the conversation. What do you got? Koi, I have a question about Owen Wilson's character. Okay. Um, at what point are Matt Dillon and Kate Hudson going to realize that this Dupree guy, <laughs> you know, he's not all bad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> should let him sleep on our couch for a while. That's right. Figure his life out. My, my, my quandary is he said now three times in the episode, but he never said it like, wow. So has right. Owen Wilson been messing with us the whole time? That's right. Not once. All right. Well, the great Koi Jandrew, everybody. We wanted answers. We got answers. Thank you, Koi. I, I, I was driving the whole time. Hopefully it made sense. It did. Thank you, brother. <laughs> bye, right, bye. I just thought of a, I have no idea. And, and you were right. Basically, at the beginning of this review, yeah. you said that I'm not going to remember any of this anyway. Yeah. I'm not going to remember any yeah, of this anyway. Of but I came up with a great game What's that? that I think we debut either at the end of this show. Well, we, we need a scorekeeper to we're, do we're it gonna, properly. You and I are trying to do a Monday episode also. So, Oh, are we? Yeah. Oh, remember okay. we talked about this before this the show. This did not come across too? my desk. You no. forgot about that, too? Um, we should do a so, – so take Owen Wilson, yeah. okay? Where am I going to take him? We should do a thing where we, you and I go back and forth naming Owen Wilson movies yeah. that Schmoes no reviewed oh, until good. somebody can't come up with a movie anymore. Oh, that's a good one. All right. I like that. Let's, let's try that on the next. Let's try that on Monday. Okay. Well, we might need to hire a scorekeeper then. Can the audience be the scorekeeper and tell us on the next episode who got right, who got wrong? Uh, we redo it? Yeah. Okay. We're trying Fine. to do that. All right. Um, all right. Before we move on, I do. I, I do want to tell. You, I, I will tell you, and I'm not even not even joking. Mm -hmm. here. Like I was, and this is why I've talked to you about this before. We we're on the trip. We we're on the vacation, and I was like, "Oh, it started to get a little gamey." Thanks. You use that native deodorant. Oh, there it is. I'm. I swear by native. I swear by it. His I bathroom it. proves it. I'll post. I picks. love it. This the the sunscreen. Everything. If you guys, if you think, uh, you know, you're. Sometimes, you know, it rains on your birthday, your coffee, it wraps around the building sometimes, the line, gas goes up 10 cents, and life can really be a stinker. The good news for you guys, you don't have to. Native has your back. Oh, my God, I love Native. Native cares about the products that you put on your body. They're all about stopping that stink, and they do it the right way. You know about Native's legendary aluminum-free deodorant? Have you tried their body wash, the toothpaste, or their brand-new mineral-based sunscreen? This sunscreen, my wife is, uh, uses it on her, on, on her kids, throws it to me, uses it on herself. She actually kind of bogarts it for herself. She loves it so much. They have a, this SPF 30 sunscreen for your face and your body. It's lightweight. It absorbs quickly, and you can choose between uncensored or coconut and pineapple. Native's on a mission to overhaul your entire hygiene routine by putting the care and self-care of products carefully made to work against odor that are made with simple ingredients, and they smell great. You can get the deodorant and the body wash in amazing scents, coconut vanilla, citrus and herbal musk, lavender and rose, and more. 
You can build on your own personalized product bundles. You mix and match three of your favorite scents and keep them on rotation so you have something for every occasion. Stay fresh, stay clean with Native. Go on over to nativedo.com slash S-E-N-Live. Use that promo code S-E-N-Live at checkout and get 20% off your first order. That is nativedo.com slash S-E-N-Live. Use that promo code S-E-N-Live at checkout. You get 20% off your first order. I'm telling you guys, Go and check it out. I know I, I feel the same way that you are when you hear this. I've tried the aluminum-free stuff. It doesn't work. This does. Different. You, and you just, you're just going to stand there like a weirdo smelling it because it smells so good before you even put it on your pits. Wow, okay. Dude, it's fantastic. I, I enjoy, like, like I said, I like a variety of scents. I me, like to mix too. and match my, uh, my body washes. I love it. My colognes. Love I was it. at the gym this morning. What'd you do? Stinking up the place? I watched a movie. I worked out. I can see that. At the gym. Okay. And I, uh, they have like, they have a couple like antiperspirant watch? options in yeah. the locker room afterwards. And I was just thinking like, you know what? They should probably get in bed with the, uh, absolutely with the native folk. Native. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so good. I love it. I swear by it. You know what else I swear by, Mark? Ending the show? Nope. Not yet. <laughs> got to tell you about something else. We still got a little bit. We got, we got about, we got about <laughs> five, Go ahead. Go ahead. I've had it. You've known me for a while. One Too my, long, someone so say. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that I watched one of my favorite movies over the course of a couple of days before I left, and then I finished it off last night when I got back. Okay. And not Wolf of Wall Street. We know that already because we did that deep dive. This is another movie I want to do a deep dive on. Okay, I just watched it again recently. Okay, I, I, I want to guess it. Yeah, guess it. All right, I need some sort of hint. Give me the release year. Ninety five. Heat. Yes. Uh, I watched Heat. Ooh, that's a man. I got lucky because I easily could, if I thought about it, I could have been between Heat and Braveheart. That's a good one, too. Yeah. I watched Braveheart at least a year ago. Very long movies. 95, both, not both. kind to the urinary tract. No, but, but, but great, to the, great to product. Great for overall product. Yeah. Yeah. When was the last time you Have you ever seen Heat? I feel like yes. you still haven't, you have seen it. When was the last time you saw but, it? But it is, it is definitely one of those movies where you watch it in like 40-minute increments yeah. over yeah. It's a, a week. It's a great movie. And yeah. There's only Al Pacino's a little ridiculous. He's he is the most quotable thing in that entire. He's movie. very quotable. I'm not. Did I say he, he wasn't he's quotable? Sitting there with Tone Loke, it's and he says to him, and he says to him, he goes, "I <laughs> oh, man, I get killed for telling you this shit. Telling you this shit, you get killed walking your doggy." Yeah, and like the stuff he goes, "Give me all you got, give me all you got," and he's just slamming on. It was he's yelling. They use one of my favorite names in that in that movie. Great ass. He no, not lines. Names. He walk. He walks in. And hey, here sees, comes great ass. He's having this problem with his wife. Uh-huh. It's because his wife's like, "You're never present. You're never here." I'm totally on the wife's team. And here. by the time, by the time he gets there, she's. She, he walks in, and she's just been. He doesn't walk in on him doing it, but he just. She just been banging some dude. Right. Yeah. Guy has no idea she's married. Poor guy. Right. right? But he's Alexander. Uh, Don't what, be that guy. His, what's his name? Xander, Figure you, it out. You know his name, the actor, the character actor, Xander. Xander uh, Berkeley. Yes, from Twenty Four. Yes, and he's so that's that's who he is, and he's sitting there, and so he. It's a name that I use quite often when I'm naming people or do, goofing around. Ralph. His name is Ralph. Is it Ralph? His name is Ralph. Ralph is the perfect name for the schlub <laughs> who didn't know you. She he was had no married. idea. And he goes, eh. and he's, I didn't, I didn't. Ralph, sound <laughs> screams at Ralph, and Ralph is like, oh, and, and he's like. You can come in here. You can bang my wife and her husband's ex Art Deco, whatever. But you cannot watch my TV. He's <laughs> screaming at him. 
Everything inside that movie is so great. He is as time. much Al Pacino in Jack and Jill as he is Al Pacino and from he, Godfather Two. Oh in yeah, that yeah, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 not not to the extent. I he's he he, has he some won the an Oscar stuff. three years prior for, for who wowing his right. way to Senna the Warren. stage yeah. at the now Dolby Theater. So I think that that planted the DNA in his head for the rest of that decade. Is like I'm just going. Big. He goes big. He goes big in this movie. There's no doubt about it. But he has a lot of. But he's got a lot of soft moments too. And there's a there's there. a great. But one of my favorite moments. It actually shows what a genius he is as a cop. Is when they're all they were all spying on the guys and yeah. the guys were meeting yeah. at that big like doc the sort do- of situation. Yeah, they, 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 and then they leave. And so then the guys come down and they're like we're trying to piece it together. And then Pacino pi- he, he pieces it, it together. Yeah. And he figures it out. You know what they're looking at? Oh, you know what they're looking at? What? Oh, these guys, are these guys good or are they good? You know what they're looking at? What? Us. Yep. All right. All right, motherfucker. <laughs> he's like, and he's going back and forth and he's looking up. And then De Niro just gives him that smile from up top when he's taking the picture of him. It's so good. And the coffee scene is the famous one. Oh, yeah. That, but also when he pulls him over. He pulls him over. That's the, first, that's the yeah. first one. He's just like, yeah. you want to get coffee? Yeah, right. And didn't I hear something like like the coffee scene? They actually filmed that, and they were they didn't film it on the same day. No, they filmed it on the same day together. Oh, okay. You mean? Yeah, they. I, no, I thought it was like they, they used a double for each one no, no, for whatever they, reason. They, they were, so it wasn't were, actually them. No, they were there. They were there together. They're together. Yeah, they're okay. together. Um, You've seen the movie a few more times than I. Yeah, but they so that all of it. But there's there's a few scenes that there's there's only one scene though to me that I don't necessarily know if it needed to be in the movie. Like if if there was like. Mm. So do you remember? Do you remember the bad guy's name? The the main. The, I mean, the, the main bad guy. Like the like the whole reason they get him involved in the crew. And oh he, crap! So you mean the guy, not Robert De Niro? He well, no. He, he it is De Niro. He, no, De Niro is De Niro is Neil, Neil Macaulay. But he, but he he's got his he's got his tight crew. He's right. Got, he's, he's got Tom Sizemore. He's got he's got Val Kilmer, Kilmer, Danny Trejo. Those are those are like his set guys in the beginning in the first. And he has a he brings uh, in a dude. He's he, got uh, uh, Serrano too. Yeah, but that's that's because that's because Trejo can't You're in show good up. Hands. Right, that's because right, right, Trejo right. can't show up. But right. but uh, yeah, but um, but he the president for twenty four. Yeah, but President he, Palmer. That's right. So no, the guy's name with the long hair that looks like he you know he's is every, everybody you and I have ever. Oh, managed. John Voight. No, no, John Voight does have long hair in that. But no, he's the one. That, he's part of their crew. Okay. Wayne Grow. Wayne Grow is the guy. Wayne Grow. Right, right, right. right. Wayne Grow causes all the shit. Who plays Wayne Grow? The guy's name I, he escapes me, but what I was, I, the guy was married to Kelly Preston, late great Kelly Preston, uh, for 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 a little bit. This guy, I, didn't, I had no idea. Really? Yeah, I, I was on Amazon Prime watching before, it before uh, Johnny. Yeah, b- b- okay. way before, yeah. way before. Um, but yeah, so he was. Uh, see, he's he, Wayne Grow is the character, but. Wayne Grow winds up leaving the the crew because he fucks up, and they try to kill him, and he gets away. Right. 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 But there's one scene where he's he's out like killing prostitutes, and he kills this one prostitute, and then Pacino gets called to go investigate it, and the mother comes out, and she's like, "Find my baby, find this." It it has nothing to do with the overall story. This is a Wayne Grow's a bad dude. We know that already, and it's just gonna, solidifying how evil he is. Yeah, and it, it has nothing to do with the overall plot of the story, unless I'm I'm trying I'm missing something, but like. You've seen the movie enough, but it doesn't track. It doesn't tr- like they don't track him for doing that. They don't. Tra- it's like 
it just it just like adds into the 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 shit that Pacino has to do and the reason why he comes back that he's got to get into another argument with his with his wife at the time. But it's like Kevin Gage is the guy. Kevin name. Gage is, is Wayne Grove. Yeah, but, but yeah. So Hank Azaria's in it. Natalie Portman, but the Natalie scene, Portman but, shows up. But the scene the scene with with Pacino and Portman when Portman when Natalie Portman tries to to off herself in the in the bathtub. Like that is such a like that moment. That's I remember, that, I remember none of well, it. Well, that's that's one moment that's tough to watch. The other scene that is very hard to watch in that movie now, the bank scene, right? You know, you know the the classic bank scene when they're shooting mm-hmm. in the streets. So when he's when they're leaving and 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 De Niro sets it up in the diner, he's like, "I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get yeah. the fuck away from you," right? And he does because Pacino's coming after him and he's firing. At, they're at, at a grocery store in the in the parking lot, and he's firing away. Yeah. This is this movie was came out four years before Columbine. Right, right. So that kind of shit wasn't really going on the way that every night on the nightly news today. There's oh yeah, shooting. a lot of those that are. shit ain't getting filmed today. No, a, a lot clip. of those a lot of those are tough to watch. I don't know yeah. if you remember this. I can't remember which shooting incident, unfortunately, because there's so many now right. during the uh, the born. Um, the Jack Reacher, the, the Jeremy Renner born. Movie. Oh, oh yes, 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 yes. There's in, a in the scene lab, in the lab, in the lab yeah. that yep. felt very similar yep. to what we had seen on the news the yep. night before, and it just takes it you out hard. of it. And that might have also been compounded by the fact that it was that production company who's now changed it to a whip. Right. The the, is the, the gun and the coffee. Right. It's just the, the. I think it's Will Will Ferrell's production. It was. It company. was. Yeah. yeah, they changed it. Yeah. They changed it. But but watching that, I've seen that movie, Mark, so many different times. You like, always he, you always seem to get something new out of it. But that was the first time I've ever watched that movie yeah. and felt like, ooh, it's harder to watch today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That scene was yeah. harder to watch today yeah. than it was all the other times I've seen the movie because it was fantasy and it wasn't real. And the gun sounds in that movie it, are so loud. I can't imagine seeing that in a theater. I did see that in the theater. Because that just must have it was overwhelmed nuts. your eardrums. I fell in love with that movie when I saw it in the theater. I, yeah. It is, it is an incredible, incredible film. It's the only, the only scene that after watching it last night that I thought didn't need to be in the movie was the scene was that whole angle with Wayne Grove killing the, the prostitutes. It just has nothing to do with it. You get a lot of the L.A. landscape in there. You do. You get a lot of what L.A. actually looks like. 100%. It is absolutely that type of thing. But um, look, this is an episode of The Big Thing. Mark Ellis. Christian Harloff here. He's not going to rave about this one on Twitter, folks. I will. I absolutely will because it was a fun discussion. To be it. honest. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. You're going to come over and you're going to have a drink when we do we do a couple beers one. Those are going to be like this. It was rowdy. Like I, it was it was a good episode to do it to because it was Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't have like I knew I was going to have to. It's like, impossible to talk about that movie without dropping some F-bombs. F-bombs. But also how off, how well do you remember Wolf of Wall Street? Pretty well. Okay. So. Doing that show was as if I was I was Shea Wiggum trying to control the boat, <laughs> as it and and you got two people asking for the ludes mm-hmm. over here and the one yeah. who was already might as well been on ludes yeah so I'm like steering it trying to go back on the water as we're we're doing it and I kept getting back there but then I also didn't want to the beauty of Wolf of Wall Street is let it go a little crazy let it go a little nuts and that's yeah. what that show was and I think that's why it was so much fun. My, um, I have two favorite scenes I can think of off the top of my head in Wolf of Wall Street. The one is just the Jim Carrey-level physical comedy oh, of he DiCaprio he trying to fan. get either in it or out of the car. I can't remember what he's doing. He, he's trying to roll into the car from yeah. the country club. It's yeah. so good. But the other one that I actually loved, it, and again, there's so many great scenes in that movie. This is one I'm thinking of yeah. now, is when uh, Kyle Chandler's 
agent character approaches him on the boat. On the boat. And they're having that, like, we're being cordial, did but you F to, you. Did you just try to bribe federal agents? It's it's so, so well done. Yes, it is. All, it, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Gotta go back. That's one of those movies that will suck me in for the rest <laughs> of it. Say? I'm gonna go have, I'm gonna go have uh, Dominique uh, lick caviar off my balls while you guys go off the thing. Yeah, right. Sets, just right, like, just throwing like, the oh, money Jonah, at him. Yeah, we went in Jonah Hill, and Jonah Hill yeah. is, is just crushing it. Rob and, Reiner oh, is so good in that, so, too. So just, just befuddled trying to keep the ship tight. I, I have to tell you, this is why I love doing this show now as opposed to trying to keep up with everything current. I get to go back and revisit all this other shit like, and, and trying to stay up. I, I'm with Beverly Hills Cop and Rocky Balboa mm-hmm. and Heat. I'm going through all these old movies and talking about them again. Like, I, I don't know, man. I'm turning into my dad. It's like, ah, you kids don't have the movies like you used to when I was around. <laughs> I was like, I really am turning into my dad because like some some of the newer movies, I don't know, they're just not hitting with me. Go back and watch Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. We'll do a deep oh, dive do on that. that I would love to. I, would I, love I don't have to, to rewatch that. that movie. It's just it's it's why not? It's I know it that well. Yeah, but you but if but you wouldn't. We should do a deep dive on Red Dawn. How much did you watch Red Dawn? I watched watch about twenty minutes of it. Oh, did you get to the? Did you get to my favorite part? The Avenge Me, boys. Avenge I did. Me! I did. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's pretty cool, it's and it did movie. make me kind of want to go out in the woods and build a fort. <laughs> Absolutely. Been doing some di- deep dive on on Patrick Swayze lately too. Dirty Dancing I watched recently again with with the wife. It, I mean, you'd be hard pressed to to replicate a run that good. So good from Dirty Dancing to Roadhouse yeah. Red, to Next Red of Dawn. Kin to Ghost. Yeah. Red Dawn was before Dirty Rule Dancing, four. but and and you could pepper that in there, but then he did Point a movie, Break. Yes, he did a movie called Steel Dawn. Do you remember that? Steel Dog? Dawn. Steel Dawn. He was and he was it was yeah. like a futuristic kind of yeah. post-apocalyptic. I've movie. never seen it. I was a big Patrick Swayze fan because of that run that you just mentioned. Yeah. And I saw it because of that. It was it was I haven't seen it in years. I'm sure it's terrible, but I remember loving it when I was a kid. They did a fan casting in Electronic Gaming Monthly. For Steel Dawn? For the Street Fighter movie. Oh. Before the Street Fighter movie even announced, they did like a, like, just like a who would we want to have play who. Yeah. And Van Damme was in it as Vega. They cast him as oh, Vega. Wow. Okay. And I think as partially the hard target, the long yeah, hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they had Patrick Swayze as Ken. And I'm like, that is dynamite casting. Absolutely right is. Um, speaking of Ken, I got to do this before we leave. I got to try. You going to call him? I got to try. I got to ask him why he was there. Do, now, do we think he's going to pick up? Probably not, right? Let me try. Um, no, see. I think he... At this point, I, I'm going to... I'm going to say no. My guess of why he was there was Riley and Riley must have convinced him to go see it because they were covering it on the show. I honestly think he just wanted to go out and see a, uh, a, see a motion picture, yeah. No, but he doesn't go to those... See those, those the I don't Marvel go that much anymore. Shit, but the, but yeah, but he, he didn't go when life was normal to go not gonna know. He's not going to pick up. He might. We'll find out in a second. He might because he was telling me about the chocolates and stuff inside of... Um, in Solvang? In Carmel. No, yeah. no, he was telling me, where was he? It was Chocolates and Solvang. I mean, the whole town is named Carmel. Yeah, he's, not, he's not picking up. Oh, uh, you should have left it. The message? Don't call him back. No, don't call him back. Him but, like, it, I don't know. I wish I wish I could give everybody Knapsack's number just so they could just call it that. so he wouldn't answer. His voicemail leave is the most prototypical Ken Knapsack Ever. voicemail leave. Can't talk. Ken Knapsack, can't talk, leave it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so you beleaguered always, 1990s. You've, you've always loved I it. I just saw singles. Yes, oh, it's just good. I and love grunge rock. You know what I want to talk to you about on Monday? Ah. Do you remember Strange Magic? This is what he does, by the way, because he's trying to rope me into coming back. So. I know, but do you remember Strange Magic? The George Lucas uh, fantasy yeah. animated film? Yes. Yeah. You remember us not really liking it that much? I thought it was okay. You didn't I, like it. I'd like to go back and watch that review. Um, 
I think that movie was ahead of its time. It's also maybe because I've heard the soundtrack now a thousand times. The kiddos watching it? My three-and-a-half-year-old yeah. is obsessed with it. If I have to hear Dragons, man. fucking Kristen Chenoweth sing <laughs> one more time, I'm going to lose my mind. But you're not going to hear me lose my mind on this show. Wait, why is it ahead of its time? Um, because I think the biggest problem we had with that movie. That you had. I think you had a problem, too. We're going to watch the review. Was the music that of them taking modern or, or popular music and using it as if it was part of the the uh, legend, the atmosphere, the, the storytelling. I'm going to go out on a limb. You folks at home can watch the Strange Magic Review. I'm going to say that was a you problem. It might be. And it I be. bet I compared it to A Knight's Tale. I have to go. Maybe you did. But I have to go check that out because I remember not having that problem with Trolls. And Trolls was very successful. Yeah. And Trolls had um, a... Had a much better reaction. Strange Magic didn't do didn't much. Didn't do very well. It's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. Thank but you. we'll but we'll we'll I'm talk. Trying to tell the guy this. For we'll talk six a little years. bit, and maybe again, it's because I have kids. But we'll talk a little bit more about it. Um, my kids on my, on Monday, but not, but not not right now, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for us to get the hell out of here. I wanted to thank you, thank Mark Ellis, thank all of you for joining us. Don't forget, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. That is the way. You help us out on these shows. So head on over to Apple Podcasts. Link is in the description. Follow us on Spotify. Download these episodes. If you like this, I'm really, really blown away by the positive responses and all the comments that you've been leaving. But that's how you support the show. And don't forget, SEN is going to be on at 10 a.m., 12, right after this show. You go to the brand new channel. It is the SEN channel. Link is in the description. Head on over there, subscribe to the new channel, support them. That is how you interact. Schmobots, Streamlabs, all of it. Thank you guys so very much. See you next time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.